0: Thank you for choosing to listen to this message. At Coastal, we believe in changing and enriching lives through the power of the word. We pray that this message would be a blessing to you. We are last night till September the 7th. That's the first Wednesday after Labor Day. So we'll, uh, we'll start back then. And we will do the Gospel of John, and we have, uh, the more I think about it, the more I realize we have taken on quite a bit, okay? Just number one, the 21 chapters, so that's, anyway, we will do our best, okay? I have not started yet either, um, working on it. I've got a few other things to get out of the way, and then we'll, and we'll uh, start on it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and also, uh, when I chose to, to do John the Baptist tonight, I really wasn't thinking about how much material there is on him, and there is quite a bit of text uh, devoted to him uh, or, or that tells us about him, the story of John the Baptist and that kind of thing. So we're, we're going to have to leave a lot of that out. Uh so um we'll try not to leave any of the pertinent facts out, okay? We'll we'll try not to do that. So uh with uh with saying that, uh what do you think of when you think of John the Baptist? Just right Locus. off what? <laughs> so me and Jerry have, have our usual intelligent <laughs> conversation, okay. Guess what we talked about? Locust. <laughs> okay, that was good. That was good, yeah. Uh, Jerry, uh, it was brought up to you that those are not the bug locusts. Don't locusts the that, the, I didn't want to get into the discussion about that. I might have been wrong, but I thought I was right. Yeah.
1: Locusts and
0: honey. Yeah. It, it has got to be the bug locusts the like grasshopper uh, type bug. And, and I know that that is considered to be clean to eat, not that I'd want to eat one, but it's supposed to be considered clean to eat, you know. And uh, I could see where that, it, you know, if you just had to have a, a source of protein that, where you don't have a source of protein, uh, that may fill the bill. By the way, you got any of them big yellow ones on your place? It's a double dose, yeah. And and um, I I think really you they should be roasted or something. Okay, so that that's what you think about. What what else do you think about when you think of John the Baptist?
1: Headless.
0: I'm sorry. Headless. Headless. Oh boy, yeah. Mm. We didn't leave that out. We got that in tonight. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think that's, they They were considered cousins, I think. Baptized Jesus. baptized Jesus. Yeah. And that um, was, you know, just the idea of baptism, I think was really new with him or, or, or began with him. I'm, you know, I, I have actually I haven't uh, run that down. So, um, okay, so let's, let's begin. And we just got uh, three points tonight uh, to deal with. We got the birth, we got his work, and we'll 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 talk about his his work, um, and then uh, we we have his death. Um, and it's important how a person dies. I just want to leave that out there, and so when we look at that, we will, will be thinking about what what is surrounding this that makes it uh, uh, important. That it is his death. Okay, his his birth uh, is an announcement. That is his his birth is announced as is Jesus' birth, announced, and is rather m- miraculous. Uh, his birth is rather miraculous as, as well. Okay, let's, let's begin. In the time of here, the king of Judah, there was a priest named Zechariah who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah and his wife Elizabeth was also a descendant of Aaron. Now, now you do understand that genealogies was very important to the Jewish people. And who your folks were was really important. Uh, and so uh, we're, we're talking about a priest, uh, Zachariah, uh, and, and he happens to be in service at this time, okay? Uh, they, they would switch around and uh, just, you, you, you served and then you didn't serve, okay? Uh, that's, uh, that's just the way they did Both of them were righteous in the sight of God, observing all the Lord's commandments and decrees blamelessly, but they were childless. And you'll find this uh, arrangement, uh, and then it, it's like a caveat, and the, but they were childless is like the most important thing about it. You have all this information about them, but... And always think of, of, of uh, uh, Naaman... You know, he was um, a general and he had a lot of valor and he was friends with the king and, you know, it goes on. But he was a leper. And go ahead. Now that, uh, I do know that in one of the genealogies, I can't say which one now, that it is Mary's lineage that's important, the other one Joseph's is given. Okay, what we make of that, I'm not sure. If that were important in Judaism, that a woman have children. Oh, oh, uh, that is built right into the, um, the social order from the beginning. You talk about pressure to have children, women, were under pressure to have children. they had really l- real limited possibility of service we'll just put it that way uh, of they had real limited ways in which they could be of service to the culture or to uh, the community or to the group that was really limited. so this was a way for them to make a a great contribution, uh, that is to uh, pass on new life added to that. I don't know, Kathy, if you're fishing for that or not, but, uh, if you have one of the, uh, the couple is not Jewish. Uh, if the woman is Jewish, the child can be. So it's just exactly opposite of what we would, what we would think, uh, and, of course, why is that? We, we, we think because the hand that rocks the cradle runs the nation. Like when we were no, in no, you, you guys aren't going for that? Go when ahead. When, when we were in Israel, they
1: spoke only about who the mother was, who the mother was. That, said, that's, hey. what, that's where Kathy said, was at, I'm sure. It, yeah, yeah. said, you can question who the father is, but you definitely can't question. <laughs>
0: That's a Good point that's a good point yeah I love the answer, yeah, that, that, yeah, so we got the answer for that right here yeah all right um oh okay um so the the big thing is verse seven is is that they're childless because Elizabeth was not able to conceive now we know scientifically that they can't make that statement, but they make the statement, okay? Uh, okay, and they were both very old. I think mine has well along in years. <laughs> That's what mine has, okay? So, so you see how it's building in this idea of miraculous birth? You, you, you can see that, can't you? Okay, all right. And it must be a very important person to have the birth announcement like this. Must be uh, very important. So now, uh, okay, okay. Let's go to the next uh, side. Once, when Zachariah's division was on duty and he was serving as priest before God, you see again, uh, his group has certain duties. Then they don't have duties. And then they do have duty. Okay. Uh, he was chosen by lot according to the custom of the priesthood to go into the temple of the Lord to burn incense. Um, so you it, it, casting lots, you, you know what that means. It's some kind of dice or something that, that they're rolling. So you've got a winner and a loser. And it is understood that God is directing this and that God will help pick out just the right person. Uh, to uh, be burning incense. Okay. And so they are to go, he is to go in and burn incense then. When the time for the burning incense came, all the assembled worshipers were praying outside. Then the angel of the Lord appeared to him standing at the right side of the altar of incense. Um, so that, you, are, are you getting the scene? He goes in. To burn the incense, and he has a vision, uh, or an angel standing there uh, to talk to him. What are you doing in there? If you was Zachariah, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I get spooked easy. I I tell you, I get spooked easy. So uh, this this is quite an experience. I think this is just a this is a big experience here. Yeah. So, whew, uh, Amen. Okay. So, you, yeah, I mean, you go in there to burn incense. You've been, probably been in there burning incense before. A lot of people go in there and burn incense, burning incense. Yeah, Daryl. That was probably the first time in 400 years when, uh, an angel or God even showed up. And... Yeah. Yo. Yeah. I'm I mean, I'm glad you brought that up, which I didn't do uh in the introduction, there had been a, a silence of God. Wait, well, you, you say 400 years? Okay, 400 years. I knew that there was a big, long silence of God. Now God is going to speak and God is going to act again. Yeah. Big deal. It really is. It really is a big deal. Okay. Uh, did that take us to? No, that didn't take us to the end there. Did? When Zachariah saw him, he was startled and was gripped with fear. That's me, yeah. Uh, But the angel said to him, do not be afraid. It seems if you find this, that you will find this time and time again. When God shows up, even though we've asked him to show up, he scares us when he shows up. So just know that about yourself and... If something, you know, if you're in the situation, what are you going to like this for?
1: I said every encounter that
0: you read in the Bible. Oh, yeah, situation. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I thought maybe you had some. I, I, yeah, thank you. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, and you have this. Uh, the the uh, disciples were out in the boat rowing, and they're they're rowing, and they're afraid they're going to die. And here comes Jesus walking on the water. They're afraid of Jesus. And if you just keep reading the text, you'll find out that people who are afraid. They'll be afraid. That's, that's what you, that's what you come to, to the conclusion there. Okay. So, and, and what you really want to do is control your fears. Try to practice that with yourself. Paul said, don't be startled. Don't be startled. Uh, if if you're startled, you might do something stupid. You might jump over the traces or something and just, you know, don't, don't do that. Try to learn to control your fears, okay, uh, so that when you have a situation like this here that God has come to you to talk with you, uh, it doesn't scare you too much that you're able to stand and get the message before you start running around and run off, okay? Just... You know, try to work with your own fears and try to control yourself is what you want to do. Okay? All right. Uh, Don't be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear a son, and you are to call him John. He will be a joy and a delight to you, and many will rejoice because of his birth. What a wonderful! Isn't that a, just a wonderful? And you know, this, this child that comes late in their life and in, in their years is just gonna—we're gonna treat him like gold because he is—he is just, you know, he's so wanted. He's so wanted. Boy, ain't that a message in our day in this country? Because all they talk about is now, no, never, never mind, never mind with all that. Okay, but this is the way it ought to be. This is the way it ought to be, wanted, expected, love. Okay. Okay, we, we got more to do here. Uh, For he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take wine or other fermented drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he is born. Wow we got something special going on now. And what does that mean? He's not supposed to have fermented drink, no wine. Vow of the Nazarite. Vow of the Nazarite. And, okay. Uh, The Holy Spirit, even before he is born, He will bring back many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God, and he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah. Now he's already got uh, someone to look up to, and that is the great prophet Elijah. As far as concerned, Elijah is like number one prophet. Uh, Even though Elisha does twice as many miracles as Elijah Uh, this is the, like, symbol of prophecy in Israel. When Jesus is on the Mount of Transfiguration, who is there? Moses and Elijah. What is there? The prophets and the law, the law and the prophets, uh, which both witness to Jesus Christ. Um, he will bring back many people. And he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the parents toward their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. So what's his job now? To prepare people, prepare the way Get people ready. Boy, ain't that a nice job to do. If the job of preaching was to get people ready to do what God has called them to do. Wow, what a wonderful thing. Wow, what a wonderful thing. Okay, that takes us to our end. Yeah, that is to the end of the announcement. Now there were there was more to this, um, but I just didn't didn't put it up there. Okay, I mean we, we have to limit this uh, limit this some way. Uh, so that's the announcement. Now uh, his birth. Notice we're in Luke. Luke does did, did all this uh, research ahead of time. Uh, It is mentioned in Matthew, but of course, John and Mark have nothing to do with this, okay? Nothing to do with this. No birth stories, no. No infancy, no, none. You don't find that. Um, Just not, uh, as far as Mark was concerned, it was not a concern for him. And uh, John, he has things to do that are different than the others, and uh, so so these birth stories are are not important to them. Okay, but you'll find them in Matthew and in Luke. We're we're gonna do mostly Luke. We got some Matthew later. Okay, the birth. When it was time for Elizabeth to have her baby, she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown her great mercy and they shared her joy. Oh, my neck, wonderful. It, I just, there's only one thing better than being happy, and that is to have somebody to be happy with. And I, I think, Mike, I'm glad you get that. Yeah. And, uh, I always tried to be that. But I, I'm no kidding. Uh, if, if you get a new car or something and you want to brag on it, but you don't want to look like a big deal or anything, that's fine. I'll get right in there and root for you. I love it. I love it. I just have a guy who was, remember, the last church where I pastored, and he loved his car. He loved his car. And he was changed all the time, okay? He, he could afford it. They and he, he, but soon as he get a car, he said, "Barry, got a new car." I said, "You're kidding me, no!" Yeah. And always want to see all the bumps and whistles and all that kind of thing on it. I always want to see that, and so you know, we'd probably go out to dinner, and I get to see all the new gadgets on the automobile, and uh, and anyway. So, I, but I love that. I love that. There's only one thing better than being happy and that is somebody to have happy with. Yeah. Only one thing better than serving the Lord, and that is have somebody that you like to serve the Lord with.
1: Yeah.
0: Yes, amen, amen. And isn't it people that make it worthwhile anyway? I know some of our brothers and sisters don't see it always that way. They, they think that people are like a necessary evil. And you see that a lot in, in uh in the in the younger people are worried about the population growth and all that kind of stuff. Okay. I'm not sure we have enough people. I think we should have some more, don't you? Oh, <laughs> Amen. 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 And besides, if you don't feel that way, what are you gonna do with the people that's already here? You know, what are you gonna do with them? Okay, I'll probably shut that. All right. Where where am I at here? On the eighth day, they came to circumcise the child, and they were going to name him after his father, Zechariah. But his mother spoke up and said, no, no, he is to be called John. They said to her, there is no one among your relatives who has that name. So it's kind of, yeah, okay. Uh you know, Zechariah can't talk at this time, all right? Uh, okay, let's go to the next slide. <clears throat> then they made signs to his father to find out what he would like to name the child. He asked for a writing tablet, and to everyone's astonishment, he wrote, "His name is John." Immediately, his mouth was open and his tongue was set free. And he began to speak praising God. Amen. And so now we we got the, the right name on the on the child and and now we have the child and and so uh that is what does John mean? I do not know. It's it's pretty common name for us now. Uh it's favor or grace. It's savor or grace, favor. Favor, grace. favor or grace. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. And what's it, I, did that tell us that was Gabriel, the, the, the angel that was there? Did that tell I, I can't remember now, uh, but it was Gabriel. Gabriel's the one making the announcements here. Okay? If we didn't read that, I know, I know Gabriel's making the announcements here. Okay? All right. All the neighbors were filled with awe, and throughout the hill country of Judea, people we're talking about all these things. Everyone who heard this wondered about it, asking, what then is this child going to be? For the Lord's hand was with him. And that's what we should ask about every little child that comes before us. Oh, I wonder what God's going to do with this. I wonder what God's going to do with this. And just try to do do your best to to just express that you're happy that this child is here. Can you imagine how many people just feel miserable because they don't feel like they're wanted or have ever been wanted? And it says, make them feel you're at home here. You have come here where you will be appreciated. I never will forget a, a couple in this church went and adopted a boy in China, from China, and he came in, I can't remember which arm it was, but it was missing the forearm and, and the hand. And, uh, and you'd have thought they it had a, the Hope Diamond with them. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. And once sure. trash has become the treasure, yeah. it was so good they had to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> We'd got another one. <laughs> Those are the finest of boys today. But they were missing opposing arms. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they wouldn't. That, that they weren't together or anything. This is like a few years later. Uh, they. But that's how we should treat kids. Yeah. All right. Uh, is that it now? So we got the birth, and we we got the circumcision on the eighth day. Um, and so we're, we're fulfilling everything, and uh, now let's, let's move on to his work. Now we'll be reading in Mark and um, his work, the message. I wanted to include this. This is the uh, uh, passage from uh, Isaiah that identifies uh, John and his work and his calling. I will send my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way, a voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. And so he rightly so is called the forerunner of Jesus. He is, he is uh, cutting a swath and he's making it uh, right for Jesus to come on the scene and, and to, uh, to, to, to make it possible for Jesus to be heard and understood. Okay. And, oh, let's go ahead and read some more. Yeah. And so John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness, preaching the baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. What, what's his message? Repentance, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and you need to be baptized. Why? Because you repented. You need to be baptized. The whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem went out to him, confessing their sins. They were baptized by him in the Jordan River. So, Here he is, people come out, confess their sins, and then he uh, baptizes them. John wore clothing made of camel's hair. That's not terribly unusual. Not very comfortable either. It just, just not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah with a leather belt about his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. Uh, John the Baptist did not fit into normal community affairs, you can imagine. Not many people asked him over for supper on Sunday evening because they didn't know how to cook grasshoppers. (laughs) <laughs> I, and jesus on the other hand he's like this great guy to be around he, yeah just let's have dinner together oh yeah <laughs> pick a place out and go have dinner or have de- that be jesus he'd do fine okay and uh, he did so good at it they they called him a glutton they they said john the baptist was nuts And they called Jesus a glutton and a wine bibbler because he drank too much and ate too much. They didn't like John the Baptist because he didn't eat very much. And some folks you just can't please. You just can't please them. (laughs) And this was his message. After me comes one more powerful than I the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptize with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Amen and amen. Now, and here, here's a guy who knows his place. He knows his calling. He knows what he's supposed to be up to. There's a guy here who, who knows, knows his place. And uh, the way uh, I read it too, that he made uh, converts of several of the disciples before Jesus comes along. And when Jesus comes along, uh, they get this message and they leave John the Baptist and go with Jesus. So he is.
1: Isn't that part of preparing the way?
0: Oh, yes. Yeah. But just so unselfish. He just, he just so unselfish. And he knew what he was doing. He knew, he knew his place and knew, knew what he, he, should, he should be about, yeah. Okay, um, yeah, that takes us through the message. And now uh, bab- let's baptize Jesus. And um, I, didn't, I didn't put the one on here where uh, he's hesitant to uh, baptize Jesus, but I do understand. Now, these guys knew each other. Okay, would you go say something, Kathy? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, it wasn't like they're surprised at the other's presence or who the other one is. You know, they they know each other, and so at that time Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee, and was baptized by John in the Jordan. There it is. Yeah, and in the other. Other ones you have uh, where the uh, spirit uh, comes in the form of a dove and uh, rest said, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. And uh, anyway, but uh, this Mark, this Mark is bare bones, and so this is just, he's baptized here. Okay, good deal. Okay, it's prison and death. Uh, When John, who was in prison, heard about the deeds of the Messiah, he sent his disciples to ask him, are you the one who is to come or should we expect someone else? Now, for some people, that is troubling, okay, uh, for him to be so honest about his faith and trying to make sure that he's got it in the right spot. I'm talking about his faith, that he has his faith in the right spot. Um, but we we should understand that he's been in prison for a while here, and he is used to being free and to move about however he wants to. And I imagine this this prison has really got him to think and throw him off. And he wants to find out if uh, so he sent sends word. Go ahead, Daryl. I, yeah, you 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 might be right about that because uh, I hadn't really thought about that uh, what what he was actually looking for, um, but I do know that that's the common under for, uh, as, as far as average person. How far that goes with John, I don't know. Okay, now yeah, that's good. So they're looking for a different kind of ruler. Okay, and. Um, it, but he he might just be thinking that Jesus is taking too long to get going. You know, somehow he's not getting going right and that kind of thing.
1: Barry, it's also you understand that he, he, he had done really what he'd been called to do, prepare the way, he baptized Jesus, he got the whole thing going, and then he, obviously, in his gifting of prophetic edge,
0: which is a real challenging edge yes. for me as a pastor,
1: shepherd has finally got the sheep to where the prophet wants it then the prophet's not happy because you've got to move (laughs) on again and i i I have this wrestle with the prophet and the the shepherd at yeah he is now obviously having in his mind what it's going to look like being the the king in the kingdom and all that and now he's found himself in a dungeon in a hole and he doesn't and he actually yeah
0: but he's already something doesn't look like it computes
1: yeah
0: but he may not know that. Yeah.
1: but he says I must, I must decrease, and he must increase. I mean, so uh, yeah. So you let me just tell you, even as a, when you're pastoring a church, Monday morning you wonder where's Jesus because you, you get into such a hole. The enemy is at you
0: all the time, and you and I, I can relate to John. Yeah. And thinking of man. This, and this is and and what I'm thinking is supposed to go. And the hole doesn't always mean. That the dark spot comes from a place that we we may not even know that's what I'm saying uh, we we may not even know uh so it may may grip you uh, but but he is concerned whether Jesus is the one or not. He's concerned about that, and so he sends word to try uh, to to get that set, uh, settled or do we look for someone else? uh Jesus replied. Go back and report to John what you hear and see. The blind receive sight. The lame walk. Those who have leprosy are cleansed. The deaf hear. The dead are raised. And the good news is proclaimed to the poor blessed is anyone who does not stumble on account of me so look you look at just look at what he's doing and you must say the kingdom has come yeah. just look at what he's doing and I and I know it's hard for us to do that and uh, and and Daryl this may be where, where he's looking for something else, but he doesn't see it, okay? And Jesus is bringing him back. Look at what's happening here. And pretty soon you say, oh, it's just wonderful. Yeah. It's absolutely wonderful. Mary, Go ahead. uh I, did, I uh I. I. I don't. I don't. He, yeah. He might be quoting scripture, but it's not like uh, uh, verbatim. It's. It's not like word for word. Um, the. The events are here, though. The events are here. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And uh, to, to be able to compute the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world, um, uh, again, Jesus hasn't died yet. <laughs> and, it's, and so he, he doesn't have the evidence of the death of Jesus, nor does he have the evidence of the resurrection, which seals the deal. Uh, you know, uh, he, he doesn't have that. And I, for for whatever reason, I have great compassion on John at this point. But I could hear it in your voice. I could hear it in your voice. Yeah, yeah. Um, just just simply. Uh, oh my gosh.
1: But you think he also had the Holy Ghost in it. from before birth? He had the Holy Spirit within him, which is very few people on planet Earth who actually had that. It was oh. Him, then Jesus. Jesus. So he was announcing things, and, you know, when he says you're the Lamb of God, that's the Holy Spirit working through him. And that's what I was saying on Sunday. You've got to allow God to work through you, not only just come to you, but work through you. Too. And that's what he, he was. He was he was powerful. Amen. John was powerful. In that.
0: And and at that point, Pastor, to to know that you have a place in the kingdom, I mean, the Holy Spirit working through you, or you're working with it, or however you say that. It, it it's such a privilege to have any part of the kingdom, any part to do with the kingdom. Yeah. It, it, it just it just it, it's wonderful. Um, there was something else. <clears throat> okay, um, the the blind receive sight, the lame walk. Uh, The lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, and the dead are raised, and good news is proclaimed to the poor. Blessed is everyone who does not stumble on this on this account. And so, um, oh, do do we know why he's in prison? It seemed like he went out of the way to pick on um, one of the leaders. And I'm sorry. Yes. Cuz he had he had married his his brother's wife and it was pretty complicated, you know. And you know John he couldn't keep his mouth shut. He said, "You ain't supposed to do that." <laughs>
1: the prophet's going it to like it is. Eh?
0: But you know who got mad at him? The woman almost one that got mad. he liked talking with John once in a while, but it didn't it didn't sound very good anyway to talking with him okay it sounded like he had you know like this novel curiosity and so we'd call him up every once in a while and talk with him, okay, but all right, <clears throat> we you did good with that by the way, all right, now see where we go um his his death mm hmm for Herod himself had given orders to have John arrested and he had him bound and put into prison. He did this because of Herodias, uh, his brother Philip's wife, whom he had married. For John had been saying to Herod, it is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. So Herodias uh, nursed a grudge against John and wanted to kill him but she was not able to okay mm-hmm. okay because here I'd feared John and protected him knowing him to be a righteous and holy man when here I'd heard John he was greatly uh, puzzled but he liked to listen to him finally the, opportunity, the opportune time came on his birthday. Herod gave a banquet for his high officials and military commanders and leading men of Galilee. When the daughter of Herodias came and danced, she pleased Herod and his dinner guest. The king said to the girl, ask me for anything you want and I'll give it to you. And he promised her, and knows whatever you ask will be given to you up to half the kingdom. This is not a good idea to say such things, okay? It's like me sitting at the dinner and I think I'm going to run to 5K, you know. No. And Fred says, oh, yeah, I'll run with you. oh, gee, no. <laughs> it's, it's a couple of away. Yeah. Okay, but, but here, here, yeah. Uh, and he promised her whatever you ask up to half the kingdom. She went out and said to her mother, What shall I ask for? Which means she didn't even know what to ask for. The head of John the Baptist, she answered. And you'll find that with people want something that really will not do them any good whatsoever, just won't do them any good whatsoever. Uh, and once the girl hurried into the king and requested, I want you to give me right now the head of John the Baptist on a platter. The king was greatly distressed, but because of his oath and his dinner guest, he did not want to refuse her. So he immediately sent an executioner with orders to bring John's head. The man went and beheaded John <laughs> in the prison. And guys, I've done enough butchering to know to take someone's head from them is a job. And this, I mean, this it's all neat and clean here on the board, okay? But its that's a job. And that just looks ugly. Can you imagine what it looked like on a platter? The man went and beheaded John in the prison and brought back his head on a platter. He presented it to the girl, and she gave it to her mother. On hearing of this, John's disciples came and took his body and laid it in a tomb. And one of the... I can't tell you which one of the gospel writers has this right here and says they came and got the body and they went and told Jesus. That is a kind of a nice note. Yeah. What do you do? Well, sometimes you just got to go tell Jesus. And uh, that's what they did. And that, um, that uh, pretty much ends. We're about seven minutes early here. Okay. Okay. Um, that's it. That's it. We're done. Go ahead, Joey. That's good. I hadn't thought of that. Have um, you, you heard the saying, no good deed will go unpunished? And, uh, well, you'll find that to be true in life here. Uh, John the Baptist, forerunner of Jesus. We are done. Go ahead, Joan. I'm sorry? Amen. Let's close in prayer. More ways than one, huh? Uh, Lord, we thank you for your word, and um, we, we will do our best to never take it for granted. Lord, we thank you for these great heroes of faith in times past who did their job and even when they know didn't quite know that they did their job, they did their job. And uh, Lord, we uh, pray that we might be privileged uh, to do our job. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Yes. Amen.